Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast. I'm your host, Susie Hunter, joined by Christian Saez. Welcome back two weeks in a row. I know, it's Let's becoming go. a habit. I know, the Susie and Saez <laughs> show back again. And, yes. and we've got so much fun stuff to talk about. So much fun stuff. I think the most fun thing is that Kyle Freeland and CJ Crone are back in action. The boys are back. The boys are back. Some of them from back injuries. Yes, yes. Uh, and and regardless of what they're coming back from, just the fact that they're <laughs> back in the lineup is huge yeah. for the Rockies because the Rockies at this point in the season, they just need any sort of good, uh, positive breaks in we, their favor. Exactly. Well said. We exactly need a, just like a little bit of hope yeah. to keep us going. To keep us pushing forward in this, the, the dog days of summer, as it's, you called it's it. It's dog day season. Yeah, it's this is the rough part of the season, even for good teams, even teams mm -hmm. that are doing really well. You know, this is the time of the year where like you start to feel concerned, unless you've got like a 10 game lead in the division, you're starting to get a little stressed, like please don't fall off the table now. Yeah. You know, and so no matter if you're a good team, a bad team, this is just a rough time of year for baseball fans. Rough time of year. Rough time of year, especially for Rockies fans. Uh, we're going to break down, of course, this series against uh, the Oakland Athletics, two of the worst teams in baseball facing off right here in Colorado. Could be really wild. Could be could be something else. <laughs> yeah, I mean, wild is, is the best you can hope for, I the would say. The best you can hope um, yeah. That's That's kind of the excitement of two subpar teams facing off against each other is mm -hmm. that you just don't know what to expect. You never don't, know what you're going to get. Don't know which which versions of those teams we're going to get. Uh, we'll also get into some of the transactions that have happened over the past couple of days. Uh, we're going to talk about where Nolan Arenado is going to end up. What's he doing? Why is he doing it? Yeah. <laughs> we're going to talk about that. Uh, but first, let's hear from Bud Black. So Buddy was talking about the return of both CJ Crone and Kyle Freeland and how big that is for this lineup, for this team, and for these guys individually. Uh, but Alyssa, are we ready to air that? Yeah. All right, here is what Buddy had to say just moments ago. Yeah, it's a good feeling. You know, he's been an integral part of our team for a couple of years. Uh, just looks better when he's in there, right? What he's capable of doing. So uh, it's good to have him back. I know it's this has been, you know, for him, a, you know, mentally tough because he wants to play. You know, he feels uh, like all players. You know, when you don't play, you feel as though you're letting the guys down. And, you know, I reassure him that injuries are part of the game that happens. But, are you guys going to have any sort of uh, pitch count restriction or anything on Kyle tonight? Well, you know, we'll watch Kyle for sure. I don't know if it's going to be, a, it'll be a, you know, maybe a little bit less than a, than a full normal Kyle Freeland. But we, we don't have a hard number on it. The game will dictate that. The game will dictate. That's something that Buddy, that was like his saying today. Yeah. Sometimes it's that's baseball, but today it was the game will dictate. So that was in terms of how many pitches we'll see Kyle Freeland out there for on the mound because he gets the start tonight. But yeah, he mentioned it's, we're not going to get full Kyle Freeland. We're yeah. going to hold him back a little bit, maybe. But again, the game will dictate. <laughs> it, it will. And I like that he said that because yeah. it, it makes me feel a little confident that he might have learned a little bit from uh, his his prior decision to leave. Uh, you know, to, uh, who was the closer? Um, was it? Oh, uh, you're talking about Daniel Bard. Daniel from the Bard. Other day? Thank you. I was yeah. I was spacing on his name. Daniel Bard. Mm -hmm. When he left him in, a, a little bit controversial, leaving him in through the entire ninth inning, ended up losing the game because of that. So to me, that that shows Bud Black saying, you know what, we're gonna let the game dictate this. I know it's a different situation, <laughs> but hopefully that's a, a little bit of a lesson learned for him. 
Uh, but also, just to have Kyle Freeland back in the lineup, I, I think after the style of, of injury that he had, the way he went down, dislocating his shoulder, um, I, I know we both felt this. I know Rockies mm -hmm. fans felt this too. When we saw him go down like that, it was really scary. You know, I mean, he was just like, oh my God, what, what could have happened that's causing him to be in that much pain? And so to have him back in the lineup, this soon mm -hmm. um, is a very positive sign for definitely, us. Definitely, definitely. Of course, this would be a totally different story if that fall happened on his throwing, his arm. throwing mm -hmm. arm. So good thing he's a lefty. Yes, yes. He's and an intense dude. He's going to die for stuff. It, but it does also, like I will say, your your non-throwing arm still has a lot of motion in yes. the throwing in, in the throwing you know routine. And so um, he does want to be careful, make sure that he's not getting too ahead of himself. Some pitchers throw with a lot more um, off arm motion than others. You know, I think back to like Tim Lincecum, who was torquing his entire body when he was pitching. You got guys like that. Kyle Freeland keeps it pretty compact, so I, I wouldn't be too worried about that. But yeah, you want to just play it safe, make sure that he has a good, healthy, positive uh, first outing back. We, healthy and positive. That is exactly what we want to see. Uh, we also heard him talk about CJ Crone also coming back. He's in the lineup tonight at DH. Um, uh, yeah, the thing we've talked about with CJ Crone, you know, he's had that back injury that he's been out with, and it's all been very precautionary, yeah. uh, but apparently his swing is just fine. Yeah. He's just fine when he's swinging a bat. Back injuries are scary. I, I, a back injury was actually what ended my short-lived career mm -hmm. in baseball, and, and it's scary because you, when you do start coming back, doctors tell you, okay, you're safe, you're good. We, we've done all the rehab you can do. Um, you just need to go back out there and strengthen it and get back in there. Mm -hmm. But there's still this fear, especially for batters, that like you're going to swing and it's just going to blow out. It's all going it, to fall It's all apart. just going to fall out. Yeah. And, and so oh um, gosh. it's I think a lot of it is a mental is a mental aspect of it. You've got to be able to get your mindset back into a place where you can compete again at the level you were at before, because if you can't get your mindset straight, you're going to be constantly thinking like I got to you know keep my swing compact and short to mm -hmm. the ball, you know, and you want to just go back out there and, and get back into it. So hopefully he can kind of get through those uh, any mental jitters that might come up when coming back from an injury. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, even like me, like I have like, you know, I had a shoulder injury over, you know, this off season. Yeah. Cause you know, obviously I'm just out there training. Yes, the, all the time. <laughs> training, right. just trying Swinging to get my way into the starting rotation. <laughs> yeah. But um, I'm like so nervous about my shoulder and like it really wasn't even that serious. Yeah, I yeah. can't even imagine if like my livelihood depended on it, if it was like a real injury. <laughs> and, and, you're, and your livelihood depends on such an explosive thing like swinging a bat at a yeah. base. Yes. You know, like that's the thing that people forget is like, you know, I mean, you're you're not just you're not just kind of like, you know, you think of like a golf injury, like, OK, you know, maybe you're you, you I mean, golf, golf also is explosive, I guess. But I can't really yeah. think of a good example, but it's just such an explosive motion when you're swinging and back is such a scary thing to injure. And so, yeah, hopefully that that isn't a factor for him um, and hopefully he can just come back out and start ripping. Start ripping is right. Um we are ripping a guy out of, this is a terrible transition, out of Albuquerque. Uh, Chris Flexen, we found out today, will be starting for the Rockies tomorrow. He had he had some good appearances down there in AA, but what did Buddy say about him? Uh, yeah, so he said Chris Flexen threw 80-plus pitches in his last start in Albuquerque, so he's capable of getting into the 90s, but again, the game will dictate it. So a new fresh face, a new a new starter for the Rockies yeah, this and, weekend. And when you were talking to, to Bud Black earlier about Flexen, he was, you know, kind of talking about his past because he's a relatively new face for the Rockies. And, yeah. Um, and so you guys were talking about his past and 
you know, what he brings to the table. And he seems like a pretty routine guy. Mm-hmm. He has a, a pretty consistent set of pitches, fastball, curveball, um, you know, a, sl- a cutter he was, t- Bud Black was talking about. Um, he also mentioned to look at the stats. So I did a little checking on like some of his past stats. Let's let's dig, dig in. Yeah, yeah. Let's he, dive he, in. He, he, he played last year, well, the last three seasons with uh, the Mariners and mm-hmm. the Mariners organization. He finished last year over 17 games with about a 7.71 ERA. But the two seasons before that, he was hovering around mid three ERA. We like um, that. So he's had some some pretty good outings uh, with the Mariners. And so, yeah, he's the type of guy that you hope to, to you know, get some good innings from. Um, but also mentioned the, the fact that he could go a little bit later if he needed to. But mm-hmm. for me, I'm just hoping to get a good start out of him. You don't need uh, anything too late in the game. We don't need anything too flashy. Yeah. Just like, let's get let's get a guy out there who can throw a bunch of pitches. Yeah, throw some strikes, <laughs> you know, get some get some ground outs. You know, I mean, that's what you're hoping for. You come in in your first your first outing with a new team. And it's it's almost like I feel like you have to have this mindset of like it's it, you're starting fresh, you know, and so you're just going out there as if it's the beginning of the season. You're just sticking to the fundamentals, sticking to the basics. Mm-hmm. You want to get ground balls, um, keep the ball low. You know, you're not trying to get it by people, just pitch to contact. You know, I mean, that's that's the mindset you kind of have to have until you build that confidence with a new pitching yeah. staff, a new catcher, all of those things. So hopefully for him, this can be a good confidence booster to yeah. start his career with the Rockies. We love it. You know what? I uh, can't wait for tomorrow to see it. Uh, we've got... Um, Jeff in the comments asking, what's their record now? The Rockies record right now, they are 40 and 62. Okay. Yep. Oh, who just said did, that? Did we get an uh <laughs> from the crowd? Who just did that? Yeah. <laughs> we're like, we're Cut hearing noises coming from the crowd. Simmer down. Yeah. Simmer down. No yeah. one asked you. It's She's not wrong, though. It, yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's. Um, okay. But let's. Let's look. I'm in a fight with everyone right now. I'm very argumentative. I'm so tired. That's fair. That's my flight fair. got in so late. I'm. Oh my gosh. I'm just kidding. Like you're fine. You can chime in whenever you want. <laughs> um, uh, Oakland. Oakland's record: twenty-eight and seventy-six. Can we get another ugh for that one? Oof. Yeah. No, we got an oof. Yeah, that, <laughs> that one is that like is oof. oof. Oh my god. <laughs> twenty-eight wins. Yeah, congratulations, congratulations on, on being, being that bad. That bad is- it, it is very <laughs> challenging to be that bad. And the Oakland A's continue to surprise us uh, or not surprise us with yeah. their ability to be that bad. Like imagine being at this point in the season and it's like you haven't been able to say, yeah, we won more than 30 times. What makes it worse is everything happening behind the scenes, you know, and yeah. that's that's the, the kind of tough part to swallow. Like the Rockies, obviously we all want better. We all want, and there are things behind the scenes that we all also want to see improvements on but there's not this like historic collapse going on in the background of the season for the Rockies (laughs) and the A's have that right now where their franchise is being demolished in front of their eyes what's even the point of going to support the A's in any in any context right now um it's really sad what's going on in Oakland it is. It's actually, It's. it breaks my heart. Yeah. It breaks my heart. We're going to get into that in our next segment when we get into some baseball headlines. Um, I want to run through a bunch of this Rockies news first, though. We're going to get to everyone's comments, I promise. But, yeah, we had some transactions today. Kyle Freeland reinstated off the 15-day IL. Um, Tommy Doyle recalled again back up from AAA. And then Chase Anderson on the 15-day injured list with right shoulder inflammation. Yeah. This is news to me, but, you know, who knows? It's pretty common, I feel like, for this time of year. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you get shoulder infl- inflammation, you get knee inflammation. It's just that's a Everything's typical inflamed. injury at this point in the season. <laughs> Super typical. Uh, but, yeah, Riley Pint was optioned back down to AAA after Wednesday's game, so we didn't even we didn't even get to see him. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah, yeah. Again, just one of those those typical moves right now. This is, yeah. as you mentioned, the dog days of summer. So you're going to start seeing just a lot of these kind of little like, oh, this guy needs a little bit of extra rest. So we're going to send him down or mm -hmm. we're going to just put him on the, the um, IL for a few weeks. And um, the Rockies don't have anything to lose either. So you're not really freaking out about any yeah. of this. But yeah, hopefully they get, the guys can, can come back and be in a better place after that. Definitely. Uh, before we get into a couple more Rockies headlines, let's talk about Bet365 because they have pioneered live in-game betting. And today, Bet365 offers the widest range of games and markets available for live in-game betting. And they've got more than 80 million users worldwide. So, you, you know, they got that good stuff. Uh, and they are a proud partner of the Colorado Rockies, too, which is even better. But you can get a better price on chosen markets for select games with Bet365 Boosts or Bet365 Super Boosts. Pretty cool stuff. Uh, they've got a good deal with MLB, though, an early payout offer. With Bet365 Baseball early payout offer, you are a winner if your team goes five runs ahead with an instant payout. Parlay and same game parlay selections will be marked as winners too. But download the app, use code DNVR365 when you sign up. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Colorado. Please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, text or call 1-800-GAMBLER. That is, that's that's the stuff right there. That's the juice. That's the juice. Uh, and if you, uh, all right, we got to talk about Beckett's and Shanker, because I haven't sung that theme song in way too Can long. Can we make that their theme song? Um, uh, Just I, you, like, singing that little tone? It should be in their commercials. It should at least. It's kind of weird that it's not. I'm glad we're talking about this. Mm, yeah, it, but, it needs to happen. Yeah, you know what? It hurts me emotionally. That's not one of the things they, one of the things they uh, help you with, but they are helping folks who are injured in Colorado, and they've been doing it for more than 25 years. It is totally free until they win money in your case. There is no upfront fee to talk to someone about your case. No front up, no fee while they're working on it. You're not paying a dime until they are winning you money. And they've done it a lot to the tune of more than $1 billion here for Colorado families. They've got offices all over the state too, including, including Denver, Aurora, Englewood, and Fort Collins. And they've got the strength and power to win your case too. More than 30 lawyers, more than 100 staff. So you've got all hands on deck for your case. They're helping with all kinds of serious injury cases where you were not at fault. Car accidents, motorcycle, rideshare, pedestrian, truck, you name it. They can even help you if you are hurt at work. So you can call them at, think of the king of being hurt at work. Troy Chulowitzki. Call him at all two lows. 222-2222. Find out if you have a case for free because Bacchus and Shanker wins. Especially with that little theme song you wrote for them. Uh, especially Bacchus and Shanker. You know what hurts so me? Good. You know what hurts me? The idea of Nolan Arenado even thinking about getting traded to the Dodgers after everything that happened yeah. here his first time in the NL West. I am absolutely shook but that is the report those are the rumors that are flying around right now that nolan arenado is interested in being traded to the dodgers and, and, and he does have a no trade clause which a full as you were no mentioning trade clause. yeah so he could he could choose to say no if the team offers to trade him anywhere he could say no but he has mentioned in this report that he would be willing to go to the Dodgers. So this is, yeah, the LA Times uh, reported this, that Nolan Arnauto is willing to waive the clause to pay 
play for the Dodgers and only the Dodgers. According to people with knowledge of the situation, the Southern California native is said to have always wanted to play for the Dodgers. You've got to be fucking kidding me. Yeah, can you uh, can you imagine <laughs> seeing him playing at Coors Field in a Dodgers uniform? Like the amount, of, like how conflicting. <laughs> It, would that be for Rockies fans? Because obviously, you know, I mean, there are still people here who are like Arenado fans, even though it's just like, he, you know, he's so distant from us now. But God, the Dodgers, you're killing here's, me, man. Here is how I see the situation. Here's how I think a lot of fans will see the situation. So Nolan Arenado, a lot of drama, to say the least, mm -hmm. went down that final season he was with the Rockies. Um and, you know, he was under the impression that th he, things were going to be built up around him, uh, and they weren't. So when we thought that Nolan was a lifer, he gets his ass moved to another team, gets his ass moved to the Cardinals. So he's with the Cardinals, and just a couple of years later, the same thing is going to happen. Yeah. It's honestly, I think it's going to reflect poorly on him. I, I, think I agree. He, I, I think people are just going to say, like, okay, no, like he's making these big commitments and not really sticking to them, not seeing them out. So if he does it again oh i don't think he'll have any fans in colorado no anymore. no i agree and and i and we see this in other sports too i make the comparison to like the nba you see guys like kyrie irving or james harden like mm -hmm. bouncing from super team to super team hoping that it's going to work out around them and then for for whatever reason it just kind of collapses yeah that's what we're seeing happening in major league baseball now super teams are less common in major league baseball because there's so many moving pieces but nolan arenado is trying to create his version of a super team and baseball is just so much more intricate than that. There's it's, so many more variables. The yeah. Dodgers are as close as it can get to being a super team. Mm -hmm. And and as we've seen, I mean, obviously they made it to the World Series, but like they've had seasons where you expected them to be easily World Series champions where they didn't live up to the hype. Because that's baseball. Because that's baseball. <laughs> that's baseball. I mean, to, to, I mean, you could have the, the, the Rockies could sweep the Dodgers and we'd all be like, oh, yeah, that's cool. But none, none of us would be thinking that the the Rockies are a better team than yeah. the Dodgers. We'd just say, yeah, that's baseball. It happens. Yeah. You know, we had better pitchers, pitcher outings for mm -hmm. that series. You know, and so I think for Arenado, obviously, if there are other factors like it being his hometown and him wanting to just maybe change it up or go to a team that he's loved his entire life, that's cool, whatever. Mm -hmm. But um, I just don't see building around a super team um, in the way that it happens in other sports. Yeah, no, that's a, such a good comparison, though, comparing it to the NBA. But yeah, we don't do that in baseball. No. We simply do not. It is exactly what you said, more intricate than that. Why didn't he just ask to be traded to the Dodgers in the first place? Yeah. If he's well, always I, wanted to play there and they're already, they've already got a lot of pieces. They had more pieces, I think, than, you know, the Cardinals had. I will say the Dodgers, I think, when he was initially getting traded to the Cardinals, the Dodgers were in a place where they were looking for some outfielders and they were they were spending some more money on that mm -hmm. piece of things. They were looking for pitching. Uh, they were just, I think, interested in different value that Nolan Arenado didn't have or he would have cost a little mm -hmm. bit more to them than what they were willing to pay. Uh, but now I don't see why they wouldn't. Um, and, well, I mean, and they had a good position. I mean, they had, what, Josh Turner, I think, at the time? Um, you know, locked in at third base. Justin Turner. Justin Turner. Yes. Josh Turner. There we go. Justin Turner. The country star. Yeah, Josh Turner. Yes. Um, Justin is that a country Turner. Star? That Josh Turner is a country star. That's I was listening to him on the way over here. That's God, totally why he was I in my brain. I have never heard of Josh Turner. I think he's the guy with the like really low voice, the the baby lock them doors and turn uh, them. Uh, that guy. That guy. Uh, yeah. Alyssa, are you hearing this? I know, it's like dang, that's 
What? Okay, see, you've got, got you've got the, the you've got the Bacchus and Shanker, uh, you know, thing, and then we'll go with the Josh Turner on the other side. Yeah. I didn't know you could sing, Christian. It depends on good. the day, you know. It depends on the, the the. It depends on how low. I could never do your Bacchus and Shanker impressions. <laughs> well, I was just, I'm a classically trained soprano. Yeah, yeah, so. There you go. But yeah, Try so to keep the, up, I think the Dodgers weren't in a place for Arenado, but they're in a place now where an Arenado could fit into their lineup and mm -hmm. so we'll see but uh arenado that would be a tough one to swallow i am even just the rumors are sickening to me it's not to be brutal. dramatic but i could literally, so literally throw up right now <laughs> yeah and i hate everything that has to do with the dodgers i mean i i grew up in a giants giants household yeah. so the dodgers were just like ingrained to be the absolute demons of baseball and mm -hmm. they still are and they still are uh speaking of demons Justin Lawrence. Justin Lawrence got a DM after he didn't have a great outing on mm. Tuesday night. Tuesday night was just messy for all of us. That's baseball. Because that's baseball. But Justin Lawrence got a DM and decided, okay, like I'm calling this dude out. He he so he, he he put screenshots. We got receipts. But he this man, someone had the nerve to DM Justin Lawrence and say you freaking bum you don't deserve to be in the league when justin lawrence has been so freaking good all season yeah yeah this it's is like tough. this oh, i feel like this is his first not good outing and it was like in the rain at midnight like and, it was so and late I just, I just have such a hard time with people and, and i include myself in this because we all do this but like you know we sit here from the outside I sit here in a couch talking into a camera mm -hmm. saying Bud Black shouldn't have left Bard in for X, Y, and Z, or, you know, the, the, the Rockies need to do this. But in reality, we're not there. We're not the ones out there on the mound. Mm -hmm. We're not the ones in the, in the clubhouse or in the locker rooms or whatever it is. So we have this disconnect that we just don't have the ability to speak truly on these things. Yeah. And so you get a fan who comes in and, and thinks that they are entitled to give shit to Justin yeah, the entitlement yes, to say you, you to call you. him a bum and say you know and I'm like part of me wants to be like dude you get out there and try see how you would do you oh, know he, that, I bet like this dude couldn't even throw he couldn't even make it to the plate from the mound yeah and and I also like what what Justin was saying where he was just saying you know look this isn't about me I don't know if you guys saw the thread but we can we can read the thread yeah I'm he, gonna read the thread go for it because he All had right. some good stuff on in there he goes a thread let me preface this by saying this isn't remotely the first time I've gotten a message like this, nor will it be the last. I get a handful of them any time an outing doesn't go well and oftentimes are far worse than this one. Gave up three home runs last night that ended up costing us the game. It happens, has happened, and will happen again. What stood out to me, though, wasn't the DM, but that was, but that in his bio when I clicked on it, mental health matters and he's right it sure does matter but what what but what good does what good does it do to have it in your profile if you aren't going to live by it this isn't about me this is about if you want to stand for something stand for it with everything you have and in every part of your life not just the convenient parts or when you want to if it's something that matters to you then show that it matters and teach other others around you why it matters so much to you don't let people think it matters to you just because it's in your bio or your profile pic or if you share a pic on 
national this or that day once a year mental health is very much a vulnerable topic so if you want it to matter don't be part of the problem especially one man to another the only justification for ever looking down on a brother is to pick him up mm. the happiest person in the room make sure you ask them how they're doing too awesome stuff Ooh, yeah. Justin Lawrence. Yeah, and, and, I, and I like that he, you know, was able to kind of take it away from him. He wasn't just being pissed off that someone was kind of hating on him for a bad outing. Like, he he ended up really talking about, a, a you know, an important aspect that yeah. I think gets overlooked in professional sports mm -hmm. because it's easy to forget that these guys and, and men and women are usually in their 20s, sometimes teens yeah. <laughs> in a lot of cases. I mean, you think, I mean, I'm 26 years old. Like, I, I mean, a lot of these guys are younger than I am. And having to be on a stage where they're that visible with that much pressure. And there are games that you just don't play the way you want to. The best yeah. of the best have bad games. So um, I, I would imagine it's very challenging to deal with that uh, on top of getting that kind of constant hate in a digital world that's so... Mm -hmm. uh, accessible people can dm you and message you so much easier than you know back in the day when none of that was around so um really props to him for for being outspoken about it and kind of call, calling a light to this issue yeah i the access that is the thing that is such a such a game changer in today's game and i mean You've dealt with this, I'm sure, as a reporter. I've yeah. dealt with this as a reporter where people can send you all kinds of nasty emails oh and DMs. Uh, where I guess, like, what, before email, you had to write someone a letter? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's so much, and I, I will say, like, I mean, because I used to run, like, our news Facebook page, and mm -hmm. it's so much worse for, like, the women than it is oh for the God, men. Because, awful. I mean, it's just like you, you get a female. Um, you know, news anchor or reporter, and they're just like, doesn't matter what they wear, how they do their hair yep. or makeup, someone's not happy, and they feel like it's their job to, to say that to them, and it's just awful. I don't want to get down this rabbit hole because we could go on forever, we but really it's really brutal. I, I hate that part of society. Oh my gosh, I do too. I really do. But like, honestly, props to Justin Lawrence yeah. because... That is a that's a great point. It's and I appreciate men talking about it too. I know because, like I said, I think it's more common for women to get that type of of you know negative mm -hmm. uh, you know negative feedback in those ways. And I I think it's important for men to also speak up and say, look, this happens to us too. Maybe mm -hmm. not in the exact same ways, uh, but we just need to be okay talking about it for everyone. Yeah. Doesn't matter who it is. Um, after I'm curious to catch up with Justin Lawrence uh, about uh, the response that he got, but I do know. <laughs> I do know that someone who works at DNVR, after he saw the thread that Justin Lawrence posted, sent Justin Lawrence a message and went, um, uh, listen, you're a filthy pitcher and I love you. Keep killing it, brother. Can I take a guess on who that was? <laughs> was, was that Spencer? <laughs> that had to be Spencer. Um, I mean, I, I'm like, should I? Could, yeah, of course yeah. it was. Of, yeah, course of course it was. Spencer. Of course it was. I, that, I, love, I love that. I love that Spencer I would do that. That's it. awesome. He's so He's so wood. He's so wood. He's so invested too. He's one of those guys that like doesn't matter how the team's doing. The dude is watching watching the game. Props he, to you, Spencer, taking care of your baby at home watching Rockies games. <laughs> oh my god, that's right. Spencer's a little baby now. It's so crazy. That's so funny. So crazy. So funny. You know what's not funny? How good of a deal Shady Ray gives us. There Shady you go. Shady Ray gives nice. us just the best deal out there, and it's on gear that is built to last. Like these frames are so durable. I 
brought my Shady Rays to DC and I dropped them every single, every like hour, I think I was dropping my Shady Rays. They are not broken though. They are in great shape, even if I did break them. They have the most insane protection program in all of eyewear. You can break them. You can lose them. They're going to replace them for free. No questions asked. Even if you lose them on day one, who could that happen to? Absolutely no one in this room. No one. No one in this room. No one on this camera. That's for mm -mm, sure. No. But they are just as good as any designer pair you're going to wear. Durable frames, great optics, perfect for outdoor activities. Whether it's an actual activity, maybe your activity is brunch. My activity is usually brunch. You can shop the entire collection of their brand. You can shop their entire collection at their newest location, rather, at the Park Meadows Mall. You can try them on. So if you're not like an online shopper, you can get it all done there. And if you don't love your Shady Rays, exchange them for a new pair. Return them for free within 30 days. There is no risk when you shop. That team always has your back. Now, here is the good deal that I'm talking about. People cannot believe how good this deal is when I tell them about it. 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses when you use code DNVR. So go to ShadyRays.com, use code DNVR. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by more than 250,000 people. All right, this is the ad read you've been waiting for the most. Kind love. My favorite. <laughs> Your favorite. <laughs> um, you're afraid of the turbo joint. I'm terrified. You're terrified I'm terrified. Of Marissa the turbo brought joint. home Marissa brought home some kind love joints and I literally remembered when like when I was about to smoke it, I'm like, wait a minute. I remember Susie <laughs> explaining the turbo joint and I had this moment of like, do I want do I want this right now? <laughs> And uh, it was amazing. It was so much fun. So much fun. Um, yeah, I'm a big Turbo Joint fan now. I think my tolerance has gone a little up lately. I've As it will for, when I've you, been here for a couple when you of dabble. years now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Kind Love, they are so excited to be the official partner of DNVR. Uh, one local brand to another. We love this collab. And we love Kind Love uh, because their cannabis is coming from the OG dispensary, one of the OG dispensaries in Colorado. They've been around since 2010. They're known for cultivating some of the highest quality cannabis in the state. And uh, they've got a great store too. They've got great locations. The one that is closest to me is Cherry Creek. It is right by like that PetSmart in like that same okay, yeah, parking no, lot as yeah. the Target. Okay. And like, I guess technically Shotgun Willies. Yes, yes. <laughs> all in the same so general vicinity. So you can just vicinity. get like all of your debauchery done. No, but uh, fully integrated, <laughs> seed to sale, basically farm to table, but for weed, they are breeding their own genetics. They have a controlled grow process. Um, and uh, we've mentioned the Turbo Joint. They have a game-changing new line of products. The Turbo Joint, the Turbo Core. The Turbo Core is a toothpick-sized stick. It's 100 milligrams of cannabis concentrate. It's got a little pointed tip, and you can put it into another joint. Or it'll take you, you can on a put ride. It into, <laughs> it'll take you on a literal ride. But that technology, absolutely groundbreaking. You can get that there. And if you head to one of their stores, maybe in Cherry Creek or in North Denver, if you mention DNVR, you're going to get the exclusive DNVR listener discount of 25% all Kind Love Flower pre-rolls and their whole Turbo Joint line. Absolutely incredible deal. But you can visit the website, kindlove.com, so you can check out their lineup. Or you can also use code DNVR when you're ordering online. Great stuff.
so great good. stuff. Let's talk about some baseball headlines before we uh, get this show on the road and get me back to the ballpark because there is a lot happening in the world of baseball. Obviously, we are rapidly approaching trade deadline season. MLB made an extension. They did. Rob Manfred, he is extended through 2029 as our Major League Baseball commissioner. Can we get some like of that Star Wars music, the like, you know, re <laughs> return of the or the, the, the like Empire music yeah. as uh, we announced this? Yeah, that's kind of how I felt. But, you know, I, I guess it's not really a surprise. Major League Baseball's profits have been through the roof. Yeah. Um, and that's all that matters. I know people say, well, like, come on, that's the stupidest thing ever. You know, he's terrible for baseball. Well, if you look at it from the people who actually extend him, which is the Major League Baseball board, um, all they see is the fact that Major League Baseball has tripled in size in the time that he, or more, in the time that he's been uh, commissioner. So that's yeah. not going to change anytime soon. And, you know, it makes sense that he would be extended, too, especially if they have been talking about expansion teams. You don't want to change big leadership like that no. when you're about to add more teams to this growing league. Also, I'm just like, you know what? Everyone always hates every commissioner. Yeah, yeah. Commissioners are famously not very well liked. It is part of the business. So can we do better? It's the devil you know versus the devil you don't. Yeah, yeah. And and I think, you know, as long as the sport of baseball is progressing forward, even if there are little setbacks that we don't agree with or whatever, as long as the overall sport of baseball is moving mm -hmm. forward, I'm happy. Yes. Well, so I salute keep you. it up. I salute you. It is pass and bomb season, aka it is almost trade deadline, and yeah. um, we've just we've gotten so much content. Kike Hernandez heading back to the Dodgers. Yeah, did you see his little dance that he oh had when God, he came he's back? So talented. Dude was. Dude had some movement in his hips. I did not realize he was going to be that excited to go back to LA, but he Very is. Excited. He is back where he belongs. <laughs> clearly, <laughs> clearly, clearly where he belongs. He was excited to be back. Yeah, seriously. Uh, Ahmed Rosario of the Guardians heading to the Angels. Noah Syndergaard heading to the Guardians. That fits. The it name does. works. It does, it and, works. It, and it fits him. And uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. That's just a. It seems like a good match. It it does seem like a good match. Yeah. Um, trade deadline, man. Um, good thing. Uh, so Jeff Passan also. Jeff Passan broke his back a couple of weeks ago. Oh, a tree fell on him. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, Crazy I saw him stuff. say that. Right? Yeah, insane. So uh, he had kind of warned us ahead of time. Oh, well, there might be some painkiller induced oh, trade deadline tweets. So good. Haven't really seen any of those yet. But or yeah, he's he's well, you know what? If Will he we is know? tweeting through painkillers, he's doing a great job. Yes, he's he's having his secretaries, you know, tweet for him. He's like, hey, you can you can type for me. I'll just tell you what to say. Yeah, exactly. Uh, all right. Speaking of painkillers, painful, painful Cubs-Cardinals game last night. A lot of chaos. Did you catch this game? I did not, but my uh, mom and sister were watching at the hotel in San Francisco last night. They are going to the Giants games mm -hmm. tonight, and uh, um, they. my mom was talking to me on the way here, and she's like, did you watch the game last night? And I'm like, what game are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, she's like, game? yeah, the, the Cards, Cubs. You know, she's like, he was. this guy got hit, and then this guy got hit, and then there was fights, and people were rejected, and I'm like, wow. What and did like, I miss? All of it happened like, in, like the so fast. First inning. Like, yeah, that's top what she of was the first. Yeah. <laughs> so no, I didn't catch it, but I did get the overall picture of it from uh, from my mom. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. A lot happened. So um, Wilson Contreras got hit with the bat. Okay. And then uh, he was taken out of the game because I believe it's a scalp laceration. Oh. Which that I'm hoping just means he insane. cut his head. Yeah. 
Like, I don't sounds know how scary. bad it is, actually. But that, that does sound scary. And also, yeah, any head injury, very like, scary yeah. stuff. Take Especially, like, yeah, through a helmet. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's bad. Yeah. So then they brought in Ian Happ. Ian Happ gets hit. And then uh, Michaelis, Maz Michaelis gets ejected. So just, like, so much happened. Yeah, yeah. It seemed like it just all kind of added up, but... I liked what... Um, so Ryan Spielborgs, our good friend Spilly, he tweeted out... I stand by umpires 99% of the time, but this just escalated the tension between Cards and Cubs and now puts multiple players, pitchers, on Cardinals at risk. Based on Hap's reaction after getting hit, it was over. He accepted it. Umpires should have too. So Ryan Spielborgs weighed in on this. I, I think he's got he's got good takes. Aside from the hot dog being a sandwich, that's his worst take. Mm. This is he has got normally pretty good takes. Yeah, yeah. And I like I said, I didn't see this happening, so this is this is all news to me. But yeah, um, what he says makes sense. So, mm -hmm. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. just tossed him right just, like that because yeah, when you get the batter walking down to first base, like okay, it happened, you know, so be yeah. it. Usually, if there's no natural tension happening. The umpires will let it go unless they've already been warned or all that kind of stuff. And so maybe that, maybe they had already sent out warnings, but that does seem a little premature. Yeah, it seemed a little aggressive. Sometimes, you know, the umps, they want to put on a show of their own. Yeah, they want and, to be part of it. And they want to set the tone. It's the first <laughs> inning, too. So, like, you might see, okay, there might be some tension here. Maybe we try to set the tone, and it just does the opposite of what they were expecting. Yeah, yeah. Um, that can happen, but mm -hmm. uh, unfortunately, it did happen in this case, it seems like. Hey, we all make mistakes. Is we that do. not the theme? We do. Um, uh, real fast, before we close out, I do want to get to one of my favorite moments of this week when we were out in D.C., Bretton Doyle from not too far from D.C. He had family at the game, like a ton of family and friends. So did Nolan Jones. He's from Philly. So that's only like a two hour drive. Yeah. You know, that's not too far either. Both of them had tons of family and friends in town. And for them, these young players, kind of the first time they've had a crowd like this for them. So very special moment. We've got sound from both Bretton Doyle and Nolan Jones. But Alyssa, are we ready to play that? All right, let's hear from the boys. Uh, now we're not too far from, you know, where you're from, where you grew up. Do you have any family who's making it down for the series? Yeah, I got a lot of family coming down. This and uh, Baltimore, the closest I'll get to home this year. So those two series will be, uh, have a lot of have a lot of family for me. Oh yeah, because you just missed Philly. Yeah, I just missed Philly. <laughs> got some time right before it. So yeah, yeah these, these are the closest too. So yeah, the whole family's making the trip down. Um, are they are they like Philly Philly? Are they loud? I can ask that because I'm um, also from Philly. <laughs> um, they're not they're not crazy loud. Um, you know they're they're happy, they're excited, they're proud of me. Um, but they're uh, they're not too crazy, which is which is good for me. A good balance. Yeah, for All sure. Right. Hey. I'd probably say like 50 to 60 people. Um, I know like probably know of like 30, but I know a lot of like my high school buddies and a lot of people that have, like are coming but like aren't trying to bug me and stuff before a game. But I mean the support system I have here is unbelievable and uh, a lot of friends and family. It's, it's, it's really fun to play behind. I, I, I came to a lot of Nationals games growing up. Um, so, you know, playing here is, is very surreal and uh, it's uh, honestly a dream come true. I did get a chance to ask them. So the game that they had, uh, <clears throat> pardon me, they, um, of course, the game on Tuesday night was so chaotic only because of the rain delays that turned it from a, hmm. you know, mm, yeah. a two and a half hour game to like a five hour experience. Those do that, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I asked them both. I'm like, did you have... Like, did everyone stick around? Did most people stuck around? Nolan Jones was like, everyone stayed. 
Yeah. All of them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, as someone whose family still, like, are, you know, watches all of the shows that I do, listens, you know, I mean, they were, like, my only listeners when I was on college radio. Yeah. Like, your family usually will be the ones that stick around when everyone else has gone home. And so yeah. that's super cool for them to be able to do that. I also think it's it's one of the beauties of playing professional sports, you know, is that you get to be able to be at that level and have your family watching. And, you know, the tough part about it, though, is that when you go and play on a team on the complete opposite side of the country from your entire family and friends and community, mm -hmm. uh, you get these limited moments of, like, everyone getting to come to the game. Mm -hmm. And it feels like just an absolute party when that happens. And so that's super cool. It has to be some of the the best memories, hopefully, if they play well, you know, some of the mm -hmm. best memories of the whole season, um, you know, when you have your whole family there watching. Both of those guys played well yeah. this series, so that was that was fun. Excited to see what they do this upcoming series. Again, we've got Athletics versus Rockies here at Coors Field. Kyle Freeland on the mound for the Rockies. J.P. Sears, the other lefty, taking the mound for the Oakland Athletics. And then Saturday, we mentioned Chris Flexen. He will be up against righty Paul Blackburn. And then Sunday was originally slated with Chase Anderson as a probable pitcher. We'll see if he's still injured with that shoulder inflammation. Maybe yeah. he's not, though, because it, it was retroactive to. Yeah, he's got a couple days. I think he's still got a couple of days. So uh, please don't make me do math about it. But yeah, I'm not sure who's pitching on Sunday for us. Uh, Luis Medina, the righty for Oakland, he will be pitching on Sunday. Patrick and I will be back in studio this Sunday to break down this Oakland A's series. So that'll be fun. Yeah. Are you going to make it to any games this weekend? Probably not this weekend. Not, uh, you're not prioritizing uh, not, it? Not, not no. the Oakland A's, no. I would think. Um, <laughs> although, like we said, some of, the, some of these series can get a little wild when you've got teams of that caliber playing yeah. each other but um no i am hoping to get catch a few more games in person before uh before the season ends for sure because yeah. it's I, I i've amazingly only been to in person one game this year that literally makes me ill it, it makes me not Ill. to be dramatic but i want to die I, my work schedule has been insane so it's just been challenging to balance <laughs> like being able to go to the games but yeah it's and we also, like, Marissa and I, we just bought a house in Littleton, so it's like we're farther out now. Oh, you guys have a new dog, too. We do have a new dog. It's just mm. there's a lot of factors involved, but uh, it makes me ill as well. I mean, I didn't even go to the <laughs> series when we played the Giants, you know? Like, you know, that's oh like my my, my childhood team that I my mom's like, are you not going to any of the Giants games? And she's like, I'll fly down and we'll go. And I'm like, I I just can't. So, yeah. Just, and also, we keep dragging you into co-hosting these shows, too. But so grateful for your time. Please tell everyone where we can follow you. Yeah, I, uh, you can follow me on Twitter, at CJJ Saez. And uh, hopefully, when I do get to go uh, catch a Rockies game in person in the coming weeks, uh, I'll post about it a <laughs> lot. Yes, yes, you should. Um, all right, you can follow me, at the Susie Hunter, on all platforms. Make sure you are... Heading to dnvrlocker.com. We've got an incredible summer sale with a lot of stuff that's half off. Is everything half off? Or no, a lot of stuff is half off. Just not stickers and glasses. Oh, not stickers and glasses. But wow. ooh, so much merch is half off, including we've got some Rockies merch on sale too. The Blake Street 32 ounce Bombers shirt, one of my favorites. That is on sale. So like, just get, get stock up. Like these are soft shirts too. Like they're yeah. so comfy please. Uh, but yeah, go to dnvrlocker.com for those. You can follow all the Rockies updates this weekend at dnvr underscore Rockies. And Christian, what do I always like to say about closing out a show? I still haven't learned. What do you say, Susie? I still haven't learned how to close out a show.
No one knows. No one knows how to close out a show. All I can say is I will see you on Sunday. Have a great weekend. Go Rocks.